fucking dating and love seek treatment if you're boring as fuck seek treatment if you're unlucky and love seek treatment if you just can't take a hint we'll seek treatment with cat and pat It's Patrick, and, and this, this is Seek Treatment, a podcast about boys, sex, fucking, fucking dating, and love. Oh Pat. my gosh, what a hectic, what a hectic start it's been! What a hectic start it's been! I really, I was just saying, I miss you. I haven't seen either I of know. you in so long. Well, I saw you at your dinner. I know, but you know about the thing about that dinner is because I was like, you were the bride. Organi- I was, You're I was bride. the bride. I was organizing vibes, so I was kind of like. And you know, the next morning I woke up with worst cold of my life. Lately, I've been um. Oh, really? I didn't know that. But I didn't want to tell anyone because then I felt I feel bad when you're like. By the way, like everyone who was next to me last night, I have a terrible cold. I, I never think about that. So, oh, I was like, no, I was in bed for like three days. Oh um, my god. I know. I well, I went immediately to get tested at City M Door, our favorite spot, Blast and. In the past. The doctor was honestly doing like his hour Netflix special. He was so funny. He was oh, like, really? so he was like, so you're not an anti-vaxxer then? I was like, no, I'm fully vaxxed. He's like, then honey, it's just a virus. Oh, and my it was, God. He goes, if this last year has taught us anything is that there's not much you can do for a virus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm obsessed with him. I was, like, but, I was like, that's a really good point. But wait, does he care about the Delta issue or he doesn't care about it? He seemed to not, not to care about it. I love him. Um, anyways, what was I going to say? Um, I forgot. I forgot. So for list- just for listeners to know, like it's you just woke up is what you wanted to share. Um, that is what I wanted to share, but I did just wake up. And mm-hmm. secondly, oh my god, I'll never forget this really hot city MD guy I had one time. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, I had, to, I had to talk about my sexual massage. <laughs> I had a really sexual massage. It wasn't Where? sexual. Wait, did I not tell you about it? No, I I haven't seen you. No, I had gotten it when we um when I went to dinner. Because I was talking about it. I've been talking about it. I've been talking well, I was, about it. I was being the bride vibes. So I've been I, talking I about it wherever I go. No, I was because you know I can't run because of my hip. And um, so I went to a bath like uh, bathhouse Williamsburg, which is like um. One oh of my fr- yeah, I've never been there. Oh right, you told me you saw um our friend on shrooms. I saw our friend on shrooms, and also it's the place where my my other friend used to work when she, after she got out of esthetician school. But then she like had a heart attack her first day, and a heart stopped. attack. Well, because it was like strenuous being in like because it is so hot there on purpose. What is is esthetician like facials? It is facials, and I don't. Know, but I think she was giving massages too. Facials are so confusing to me. Oh my god! But What's I got this guy. So basically, I go in and I'm like, we. And first of all, it's a restaurant plus spa, and so you go in and it's like. A, now I'm dying to go. It's a restaurant hostess and in like a, a cocktail dress, and you're like, "Hi, I'm here for my massage." And she's like, "Oh my god, the other door." I was like, "Okay." So we went through the other door, went in. Everyone was nice. They could tell I was. They could definitely tell I was like a virgin there. Yeah. So they're like, okay. So here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna go downstairs. There's robes and there's like all these. There's all these like amenities like salt, like salt pools or whatever. But I wasn't gonna do that this time. That wasn't what I was doing. I'm just trying to get my hips stretched out plus get a massage. So <laughs> I had clicked on the website any man I would yeah, have. You could click any man, any woman, or anyone or any mm-hmm. person. That's what you could click. And I did click any man because I'm gay. And um, <laughs> I, I always want to click man, but I'm like, I should just click anyone. Oh, really? yeah. If you're a woman, you should click anyone. No, I'm just but kidding. Ma- but no, I, but I feel like the option is there for women who don't want a man. It is. I'm not like other girls vibes. And I love <laughs> I love when there's really, really big hands on me. So what? To <laughs> me, I love big hands on my ass. <laughs> um, and okay. Slow hands by Niall. Um, and so then I am waiting. I see our friend. Um, and then finally the guy comes over. He's so hot. It's crazy. And his energy, you know, when someone's energy pierces your whole sphere, right? When you see them. Pierces your whole. His, his energies, his energy pierced my whole. His energy made me, it was like an energy yeah. from chest. It was a chest to chest energy. But then, but then also it was like a groin to like everything yeah. it was my grind to his everything energy and so he was like he's like hey pat like he's very like um 
kind of bowing like very like into the culture. Like you could tell this was kind of his art, this kind of like mm-hmm. massage experience was something he was passionate about. Yeah. And um so and then so then I had like lay my underwear on for the stretch. But it was just like such an erotic stretch. I mean, he was definitely straight, I think. But just like the way he was That sounds so pleasurable. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, he was doing fully the thing from Bring It On where like they'd lay lay on your leg. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, did I tell you about how when I went to Barry's boot camp, um, my friend was teaching. And so he gave me like a special attention stretch at the end. And like everyone was jealous. Oh, wow. I felt so good. It's so amazing to be stretched. No offense. It's almost really rude of you guys. (laughs) <laughs> so he was like it was like in the middle of the whole class and he's like now I'm gonna be stretching out um this girl and everyone else can go ahead and watch her leave no, and I'll care it was it was casual so at the end he like everyone was stretching and he kind of walked by and like helped give me an extra push which I like are you good at stretching I'm really bad at it um I've never even thought about it as a good or bad kind of thing it just is what it is honey literally you know when you're like um this stretch where you're lying there and they like um bring your leg up and they like stretch your hamstring they push your that's the classic that's like the main one that's the main one that, that kind of is the bring on but mm-hmm. for me my leg can't even get to like 90 degrees yeah yeah ham, ham tight hammies over there yeah anyways then the massage so I did it completely naked under a sheet classic but it was just like so i mean you know that i've watched a lot of those porns and um <laughs> it was honestly so stressful because like he had such a pure energy that i was like how do you not get hard? I mean, it was like it obviously was all I could think about was like to not getting hard. So like, the whole massage, all I had to think about was um, trying my best not to get hard. Is there something you think about when you're like, don't get hard? Um, People are no. like, think of your mom, dude. Think yeah, of your mom. Yeah. Think of your grandma. I don't do that. I don't. Yeah, I don't, that's not your culture. That's not my culture to think of my grandma. My grandma passed. My grandmothers have passed, and I did not want to open up that can of grief inside of um inside inside of bathhouse williamsburg did i talk about on the podcast how i listened to another podcast where there was a ghost that became a published poet you did not talk about that i didn't know you listened to other podcasts you know what i never have until a pandemic now that i've been i was driving so much and i was driving i went to my first bachelorette party did i talk to you about oh that's so fun so my friend, my amazing friend Jillian from college is getting married and I've never been to a bachelorette, but for her, I would go to one and it was in Austin. So what I did was I flew to Texas and then I drove to and from Austin by myself to like join the party and then come see my parents. Oh, that's so I had fun. lots of solo car time. You know, I really like that. I have been listening to um, my favorite murderer in car rides. Angela doesn't like it whenever I, because um, he doesn't, I mean... I he doesn't like those women. He thinks they're he just it's not his <laughs> vibe. I hope they don't like listen and aren't mad at my same sex partner. It's just not his taste. But um, but I like it because I just like love murders and stuff. I know, but I feel like I've overdosed on murder and like nothing you can say can shock me at this point. So it's less exciting. Yeah, yeah. For me, I I'm still like get severed limbs, severed limbs, severed limbs. Um, wait, what was I going to say? Uh. Oh my gosh! It was about something Massage? I'm watching. Oh wait, do you think Amanda Knox did that? Did we talk about that oh, on the podcast? Yeah. It's very I like ad, we... it's very like Adnan. Adnan, I know yeah. it's very Adnan. This is the only podcast um, where we're talking about like Amanda Knox and Adnan like every second. Well, we did talk about her. I think on the most recent episode that aired. But what I want to <laughs> say is that. that my um my brain has been warped by the documentary I watched. So no, I, I don't think she did it. Oh yeah, yeah, my brain's been warped too by the doc. And that's wait, the so power anyways, of dogs. It is. I went to a batch. It was just like. Were people wearing cowgirl hats? Yeah, you would have loved it. It was like just, it was so pure. It yeah. Was pure, it was pure girl time. You know, one of my earliest porns I ever watched was with a woman in a cowgirl hat being fucked by a man in boots. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had 10 orgasms yesterday. Oh my, see that is like, <laughs> I wouldn't want to have 10 orgasms. No, I actually feel like kind of sick. It's like, it'll start like with <laughs> oh. a fun, it'll start, stop, it'll start with like a fun game with me and Bri where we're like, let's see if you can go again. And then like, and then like there's something about the number 10 canonically that yeah. makes them want to hit 10. So it's like, so I, funny how the, you, this whole the number 10 has over culture. It really does. Because you can't just, I was like. We could stop at five, but then once you get to six, it's like, what are we going to stop at? We can't, it's not going to be like seven. Oh, that was amazing, babe. It's like, it yeah, has to be ten. Yeah, those seven orgasms has sort of a ring to it. 
Because of the Friends episode. Kind of could be a movie. Oh, seven. Seven. <laughs> Wait, you know what? It could be a movie. Seven orgasms. It's about seven a woman's question. And then it's like the the trailer opens up on her being like, I'm going to have the seven best orgasms of my life this year. You know what I mean? This play by Julia Roberts is yeah. based on a book. Play by Julia Roberts based on a book. <laughs> it's like after my lengthy divorce. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry if you're listening. Please leave the theater. <laughs> <laughs> but wait. Anyway, um, so you have a headache now because of your orgasms. Mm, I I honestly so I have been in this state. I think that the world opening up. I think I went a little too hard, and I've just been like, kind of having a melt. I had a, my cold, and then emotionally, I feel I need your advice because I feel like uh, I don't have any boundaries, and I care too much if people like me or not. Oh yeah, I mean, and every second of my life is being scared that someone's mad at me and someone hates me, and it's just like. I'm so exhausted by it. And I think being away from everyone for like a year and a half, all the work I'd done to combat that like went away. And now I'm just like, remember me? I'm still here. Like, don't you love me? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, I am not sure. Like, I think I, um, I have a thing where I guess I do feel that way too. But then I like convince myself I don't care. And it ends up being a thing where I just sort of like cut everyone out of my life because I don't want to feel like vulnerable around not like not being like it's kind of I get that feeling like well if they don't let me fuck them and also then I'm not talking to anyone and and like I end up uh kind of not being friends with anyone I really liked your pride post oh my god isn't that me when Kim when Kim (laughs) cries there's nothing like it when Kim Kardashian cries what was that clip what was the context of that clip so I'm being like pop culture horror by like watching the final season of Kim Kardashian the famous show Kim Kardashian (laughs) and (laughs) and um so that is like uh basically they're covering um the Kardashians are the most it's the funniest reality show because it's like so clearly like Chris in a control room being like okay we're gonna do a storyline where Kim like starts a business you know what I mean it's, yeah, yeah yeah but um so this but it's Kim talking about Kanye and she's talking mm-hmm. and she's like because it's her third marriage I didn't realize she was married to Ray J um but she was talking to her I get Angela makes fun of me because I get so upset because Kylie's never on it and I don't get upset because I need to see Kylie I just think it's not fair to the other women like I'm like Kendall is there 24-7 filming like talking about like like doing obstacle courses like talking about how she wants kids like Kylie I'm always like Kylie better not be getting paid for this that's what I always (laughs) say while we're watching it but um (laughs) Kylie was in the flashback of Kim talking to the sisters being like like just talking about how like she can't do it anymore with Kanye, but she's like has three failed marriages and she's like a fucking loser. <laughs> but I can't think about that. I want to be happy. <laughs> That's how I feel every single time I look at my phone lately. It's like I was talking. About, it's people really. None of us learned anything during the pandemic. And when I scroll, it's just new project coming now. Look at this app yeah. and pussy bitch boobs. Okay, you suck. I am with my friends. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I feel like such a fucking loser. And then I and I play along. I play the game. I'm guilty. I'm as guilty as the rest of us, honey. I know, but then when you do kind of like rise above and are like, oh, I don't like when you just. It's like that. Like um. I don't know. It's coming from a place of like insecurity on the other person's end too. And then like once you kind of realize that and like it's like, oh, th- you have to realize like that person's not getting what they're looking for by posting this anyways. No, you're totally right. And I, I rise above it, you know, at least once or twice a week when I delete the app. And then I <sighs> feel I really feel this is the most fucked up part. I'm like, wow, people really must be missing me right now. <laughs> and it's like, no, they're good. Kitty. They're good. Kitty cat. Yeah. I don't know. I like um. I've done anything where, like, when people text me to hang out, I haven't, I haven't truly been able to answer. But it's um, okay. yeah, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Are you going on a boat this weekend? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I do know what you're talking about. I'm, but going, I'm going on the way. I'm going on the boat. I assume. I just assumed through and through that you would be well, going away. We are going. Away. It's actually going to be heaven on earth because um, we are going to Rhode Island for the fourth. But um, but. We and typically we rent a car, but it's like open bar, which is I think a huge part of why Angela wants to go. And um, <laughs> so he usually drives, but I can drive. But when I drive, we have to listen to a murder podcast. And um, <laughs> and um, but uh, 
I said, you know what we'll do? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to um, put... um, I love a plan. I got Amtrak for 7 p.m. because it's a 1 to 5. The boat's 1 to 5. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. So we'll like happen to have a luxury experience. Angela will be drunk. I'll pass out on Amtrak. I'll have like an incredible spa day by myself on Amtrak for (laughs) three hours. Amtrak is heaven. The Wi-Fi connection, the Atlas. There's nothing like. There's nothing like Amtrak. I feel so at peace when I'm coming back from DC, one of the worst cities, and I have my Chipotle, and I have my little whiskey bottle, and I have my Amtrak, and I'm just like, this is what girls are. This is what girls are for. Yeah. <laughs> Amtrak is what girls are for. This is what girls are for. Wait, you know, you'll never guess this, but I'm actually renting a car like immediately after this. I'm going to see Marla. You see, I'll ne- you'll never guess this, but I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I would have never guessed that. You'll um, never guess this, but I'm getting a car right after this. Um, oh, that's so fun in her like palatial Connecticut friends' house. And her, exactly. So I have I have an exciting plan too. I'm going. I'm renting the car solo, kitty cat style. Gonna listen to either murder. Or my new favorite pod, which I've now I've heard almost all the episodes, Maintenance Phase, which I've talked about, where they debunk wellness myths and it makes you feel... Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just makes you feel like, oh, everything I'm being sold is a lie and, like, all I need to do is, like, breathe and, like, eat a vegetable and, like, go talk to someone who's nice to me. Yeah. Which is true. Um, anyways, then I'm going to the Berkshires with Bry's fam for the fourth vibes. Oh, that's fun. Leaving early so Brian can play golf with his dad. Oh my god, I could, I could have. Now that's something I would have guessed that Brian plays golf with his dad. You know, he's actually it's it's kind of hot. He's really good at golf. I could picture exactly what he wears to golf. I could picture exactly what he wears. (laughs) Kind of a young person's version of a golf outfit. Yeah, he's just really hot to me. You know, people don't talk about this, but I used to play golf sometimes. Oh yeah, I'm not very good at it. I played him last summer. I'm certainly not good at it. But I wait. only like the big swings. So Angelo, you know, took a gig doing drag at at first it was a bachelorette party, but it's changed to a bridal shower, which is kind of funny. And it's I in, mean, what is a bridal shower? A bridal shower is like you wrap someone up in toilet paper. You know what I mean? <laughs> you wrap someone up in toilet yeah, paper, and, and your you, mom, your mom's cousins are like, "What's her favorite fruit?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so he's so. He's going to bring his drag, but when I made my incredible plan that involves Amtrak, um, he was, like, like, being, like, his only thing was, like, he's, like, well, I was going to bring all my drag, and I was, like, oh, so I was, like, maybe we'll put it in Catherine's apartment while we're at the party, but you're not going to be there, huh? You can put it in my apartment. Do you still have your key? No, remember, I gave it back. Well, you know what? I want to, I'm about to blow your mind. What? Guess who will be here? Billy. Uh, You can coordinate with Billy. Yes, that's an incredible idea. Oh my God, Patrick Owen Regan. Patrick Owen Regan, I think about this every day. When I think about my biggest nail issue, it's like, A, I can't do them myself. B, salon manis are so expensive. C, no matter what you do, they chip. But let me tell you what I got because you're never going to believe this. I got the Olive and June Manny system. And now, now I know that DIY manis can look salon perfect and last seven plus days. I know that's possible now. It's so crazy because, you know, even in 2021, even someone like a boys can wear a nail polish. And so oh, totally. everyone's not all trying to do it. But I'll tell you what, you know what it looks like. It looks like an absolute murder scene. Whenever I try to put nail polish on myself, it looks like a child is trying to do surgery on something. And totally. um, so it's but but I don't I'm not invested enough to pay someone a million dollars to do a, ma- a manicure pedicure. And so that's what's been hard for me. Oh, totally. And when I got the O&J Manny system, I thought everything's going to change. And now what I love about it is, A, it comes with all the tools you need to do a Manny at home in one box. And it's so easy. It's only five steps. It comes with, ready for this, Poppy, a patented brush handle that makes it literally easy to paint with your left and right hand, no matter what hand you lead with. And at the end of the day, it's affordable because the Manny system... With six polishes, breaks down to $2 per Manny. Honey, I used to spend $35 for one gel Manny. (laughs) And wait, last thing I'll say. Sorry, sorry. The polish is amazing. My friend, sister, mother, brother, they all asked me. They're like, honey, there's no way. Did you get a gel? Did you get a gel Manny? It's so shiny. It's not chipping. And it's lasting a week. And I said, no. I couldn't believe it. It never happens with polish. I went to visit our friend of the pod, Marla. Oh, my God. Marla Kerbin. 
And I did her nails with both my right and my left hand with the poppy. It looked so fab. She's getting so many complies. And it's, it's you know, my our nails have never looked better. And I, that's sad. And the Olive and June Manny system is, is the secret behind Salon Perfect Nails. And isn't that such like a self-care moment to just like do your nails, maybe actually throw on um, uh, music? It's not such a crazy idea. That, what I love is... Um, this system, the ONJ system, basically it's all in one, no guessing, no messy nails, no salon price tag. And now you listeners, hello, hello, hello. You can get 20% off your first Manny system with our code seek treatment, which happens to be the name of our podcast. Your new nail life is here. Get 20% off your first Manny system. When you use promo code seek treatment at olive and we're done with expensive bad Manny's. This is the new us now, okay? Get used to okay. it. Get used to it. And get over it once you're used to it. Honey, let me tell you this. Next time someone says your outfit is quote-unquote trashy, say thank you. Because Girlfriend Collective turns old plastic bottles fishing nets, and other waste into clothing you'll never want to throw away. And when you feel confident, you feel like you can do it all, in my experience. And totally. who says you can't? Whether you're running, biking, doing yoga, swimming, or even sitting on your couch, Girlfriend Collective has clothes you feel your best in, no matter what you're doing. And let me tell you this. I'm sitting on my couch right now in my Girlfriend Collective skirt, and I'm a, it's so comfortable. It looks chic enough to like wear to get drinks with a friend or to work out. It's so fab. And the best part is Girlfriend Collective is sustainable, ethically made activewear for everyone. They make cute and comfortable bras, leggings, shorts, tanks, tees, swimsuits, and more. And we love this. Their sizing is inclusive, ranging from extra, extra small to 6XL. Whether you're working out, running errands, or doing nothing at all, Girlfriend Collective has functional fabrics, colors, and styles for any activity. Their best-selling leggings are squat-proof, come with pockets, and have different levels of support, whether you need compression or comfort. They use recycled materials to make sure their clothing and their shipping is 100% recyclable. And Girlfriend Collective also has a garment take-back program called Regirlfriend. So once you're done loving your pieces, a long time from now, of course, send them back to be upcycled into new girlfriend gear. Join the collective today. So the I really love the stuff I got from them. It's I'm, it's so cozy, so comfortable, fab. And the good news is, for listeners of the show, Girlfriend Collective is offering first-time customers $25 off purchases of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash seek treatment. That's $25 off. $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash seek treatment girlfriend.com slash seek treatment But I'm watching the best TV show starring a woman starring a woman who I think looks like Brie Larson and my same sexual partner says doesn't look anything like Brie Larson. What's the show? Hit me. Uh, Manifest. It's what Marie oh. Frostum was talking about the other night at the event. Is it good because I've been seeing it on Netflix Q? Yeah, I'm good is such an interesting word that I yeah, don't know it really if I mean so little. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like fun. It's fun and it gets worse every episode. Every episode it gets like more bad, but like you're like, whatever. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep watching it to figure out what's going on with this shit. You know what I mean? Is this girl's name Melissa, the actress? It could be. She looks I she's yeah. Okay. Do you think she looks like Brie Larson? Yeah, I think she looks kind of like a beautiful actress. You know, I have a disease where I've never quite understood exactly, exactly, exactly who Brie Larson was, even as someone who's part of the Marvel Universe community. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever. Brie Larson, um, I feel connected to her because when I was an apprentice at the Williamstown Theater Festival, she came and did a play and it was like everyone was very excited that there was a celebrity there. Um, I didn't talk to her, but I saw her from afar and I was like, that's... The celebrity everyone's excited about. What was she in before Marvel that she that that a play um, festival would be excited about her? You know, I don't know why they were excited then, but because but she did Room after that. I don't know Room for which she, I believe, won the Academy Award. Wait, she won an Oscar? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Actually? I know so little about Brie Larson. You know, she's like a YouTuber. What? Yeah, she like um. I know she's in the commercial for the cars with Alyssa Lampereas. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, really? It's on every second. Oh, that sounds... I'm happy for Alyssa. Get that yeah. Car, get that car money. Um, 
No, you know, I, I, I don't want to pretend to, for a second that I know anything about pop culture, but I saw that Brie Larson posted just like, she posts YouTube videos of her like covering songs and just like being a YouTuber. Wow. Covering which, songs. You know what it shows? It just shows, it goes to show you that like no matter what you have, it's never enough. And like you still kind of want to get likes on social. Wait, so was she a YouTuber before she no. would? Oh, wow. So she was like, I want to use my platform to be a YouTuber. I think that during the pandemic, she was like, I'm going to make YouTube videos. Are you sure that's not Gal Gadot, who's also like kind of super <laughs> superhero girl? I know the difference between... <laughs> you think I don't know the difference between Gal Gadot and Brie Larson? <laughs> Anyways. I, am, I, don't, I don't really have a joke, but um, I... Wait, what were you going to say before, about... Uh, oh, well, this is... Okay, there's two things I want to talk to you about. One, we need to talk about the pork burrito. Okay, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. Wait, I have actually so been getting you, a you lot. I've been getting a lot of messages about this. This is the first time I've been feeling connected to you about your passion, so I want to really go for it. Yeah, it's been really hard, and I don't know what to believe anymore. When I um, So, basically, for those people, unless it, I, I think I've been very public about the fact that, you know, my favorite group of young women training in the U.S. today are known as the Bowerman Babes. There was a... a group started by a man named Jerry Shoemaker who was a famous famous uh, not that famous but he was a really good college coach for um, Wisconsin and he got offered a job to help a man named Alberto Salazar in Nike in the Nike Oregon project and back in maybe like 2008 and he went to Oregon and he brought a bunch of his Wisconsin boys and we're talking about Chris Zelensky we're talking about Evan Jaeger we're talking about Matt Teagan Camp we're talking about Simon Byro and so then what happened was him and Salazar famously didn't get along and um, Jerry made his own training group that didn't have a name for years and it was just those kind of former Wisconsin runners who were all boys then what crazily enough happened back in 2008 was after Shalane won her, won her then bronze but has been upgraded to silver medal in Beijing she left her coach and everyone was kind of like Shalane girl I love you to pieces but why are you leaving your coach right after you got a medal a lot of people wouldn't do that and she never really explained why she did except for that like she didn't really like her coach and um she goes and she becomes the only woman. She's kind of guy's girl. She's Jerry's first female athlete. And it's all the mm-hmm. former Wisco boys in Chelan. And Jerry's just known for doing high mileage. You're kind of viewed like Sal- Salazar, who Jerry broke away from, is kind of known as this kind of like um, a wee- like gray area person where he's always trying to figure out like what chemicals he can use that aren't breaking the rules but are like will help his athletes and he's always like I will do anything within the limits of the law to get my athletes to run well and Jerry's more like I'm just gonna have everyone run like 140 miles we're gonna do a lot of tempo work and people kind of liked the ethos of Jerry's group much better Alberto back in 2019 was banned from the sport for four years because he was caught using testosterone cream on his sons to experiment no what <laughs> but his son's like grown i think so i don't know whatever so anyway i don't like the word cream and sun together no no one wants the word cream and sun to be used anywhere near each other that's why i don't like when british people are like they call it sun cream it's like sunscreen oh i did not know that british people called it sun cream <laughs> they're pretty crazy <laughs> <laughs> wow interesting um sun cream i think i'm right what I'm was it second guessing everything i ever thought okay go ahead oh there was a huge part of the 90s where like the um thing the thing would be like it would be like 90s hot girls which would be like girls with like a certain kind of haircut a certain kind of bang and like bright bright colored bathing suit you know what i mean on a beach like like you know saved by the bell like hot girls they would be like in like a lime green or like a bright Mm -hmm. orange bathing suit and they'd be like and they'd say like to um zach morris they'd be like can you butter my back (laughs) what did that mean what does that mean when those girls said that it, it's the most erotic thing in movies. It's like, can you rub sunscreen on me? Yeah, but they would say butter. Can you butter my back? Oh, I don't I don't remember that, but I, I guess I can guess what it means. It means, I guess, put sun, oh, it's, rub it. <laughs> rub it for once. Rub it. <laughs> and so anyways, so Shalane, now with Jerry, ends up cultivating this woman's team. And Jerry never really wanted to coach. But, but I think because because it's always been set up as a dichotomy between they're both the big Nike groups in Oregon, Salazar's group and Jerry's group and Jerry and Salazar hate each other. And once famously, famously, famously got into a literal fist fight on the infield of the track at indoor nationals. And so Jerry's has always been viewed as like the good guy and all of his 
athletes are kind of the good guys, whereas Salazar is kind of the villain of U.S. distance running. And so with Shilling, she starts building this, like, female group around her, and a lot of uh, NCAA stars end up going, and Shilling's kind of the mom of the group. And two of the, um, for me, what the core four of the women's team has always been, because, like, this girl Emily Emfeld came first, and, like, they were training together, and then Colleen Quigley and Shelby Houlihan came, and then a girl named Courtney Frericks came. And to me, like, those were the four, like, Enfeld, Frericks, Shelby Houlihan, and Colleen Quigley. They were kind of the four who, like, were, like, we're going to make this a women's group now, and Shalane's our mom. And so they all made it to... They all made it to Rio, and it was like, okay, the Bowerman... And they called themselves the Bowerman Babes, because by this point, the group had a... um. A name called the Bowerman, uh, the Bowerman Track Club, and the men called themselves the Bowerman Bros. And so the Bowerman Babes became like the best training group. And then like Mariel Hall and Kate Grace came after Rio, and they had been Olympians. And like all of a sudden, just like all of our best women were training together, and they started getting really, really good. And everyone's like, Jerry's an amazing coach. They're running a million miles. They're getting so fast. One of the real breakout stars, who who to me has always been someone who was hugely naturally talented, was a girl named Shelby Houlihan, and she was an NCAA champion in the fifteen hundred meters. She in high school was like a four hundred meter, eight hundred meter runner, so she has all this natural speed. But then she also would win like the five k at Pac twelves, and so she's good at distance too. And then with Jerry, kept building up her mileage, and she moved from the 800, 1500 in college to the 5K for the first couple of years as a pro, went to the Rio Olympics in the 5K and was like a really solid runner and would run. But it always felt to me like she was due for a really big breakout in the 15 because she wasn't racing it very much and like she was still getting used to the high mileage. So anyways, back in 2018, when I I really felt in my bones, Shelby's going to have a really big season. There's no world championships, but like she never raced a 15 last year. She's going to be in really good shape. She ends up running a 15 at the pre-classic in 2018, beats our best miler, female miler ever in Jenny Simpson, and has this incredible kick. She becomes like one of the best 1500 meter runners in the world. She goes on to set um, American records in the 5K uh, twice and also in the 1500 she she runs really really fast in Doha the 2019 world championship she gets fourth but she runs the fastest time any American woman's ever run by two seconds so anyways also a lot of my favorite favorite NCAA stars end up going and signing with Barrowman including you know Carissa Schreiser who is one of my favorites in the NCAA and Elise Craney who I have loved since she was uh, a high schooler in this like phenomenal ultra talented class of high school women where she was um or high school girls really where she was part of these three historically talented people anyways so it just feels it always it just feels like Barryman is like what's exciting about the sport it's like oh my god these people are trained together i've been following them forever then shelby has not raced all spring and no one knows why and she's their best athlete and we're like well, I guess they're just training through everything. Like, they're saying she has a small injury, but it doesn't make sense. But she's not racing in any meets, and the other Bowerman babes are. And we can't figure out why. No one knows why. And then one week before the Olympic trials, Bowerman holds a press conference, which is very unlike them because they don't talk to press very often. It's Jerry, Shalane, and Shelby, and um, a lawyer. And they're like, Shelby in December tested positive for Nandrolone, uh, which is a stero- an anabolic steroid. She's been banned for four years provisionally. We fought an appeal. We found out today that she did not get the appeal, so she is banned. Shelby says the only what, which to me, I'm like, this probably even was a mistake. She's like, the only we don't know how it happened. The only way it could have that that could think of to me is if was this burrito truck I ate at yesterday, and um, and. The, the the truck serves pig afal, which is pig organs, which theoretically could contain this steroid if the pig was uncastrated or something. And which famous never thought seek treatment would be a podcast about uncastrated pigs. I know what it is. You know, I but it is. I, I was telling at this, its core. At its core, I was telling this to dear friends of the pod. Betsy Kenny and Ryan Haney and oh I was, my god, I missed them. In telling the story, I revealed that I thought like castrated meant you cut off. Um, the balls and the dick, but they said it just means you cut off the balls. Yeah. So I was like, that's so fucked up that they like cut off every pig's balls and dick, but they're like just the balls. <laughs> but um, because I guess like every pig, every male pig in the U.S. that gets eaten, they cut off its balls. Like 
straight away. Just for kicks. Just for kicks. <laughs> yeah, just for kicks. But anyways, balls are a mystery to me, and I don't need to know more. Yeah, balls are such. I've since uh, balls are crazy. Since being a little kid, I've been like, what does it look like inside of here? Is it red or white? <laughs> I bet it, I bet it's like the walls are red and then the inside's like white. Is it? That's kind of cool. If you're a um, doctor, can cute. you tell us what the inside of balls <laughs> look like? Is it red or white? We need a cross section, like an old <laughs> oak tree. I want a cross section of my friend's scrawled arms. So, anyways, it's been. I mean, it's just okay. So then, so wait. So what's your your what's your initial so reaction? I, and now, what's your reaction? My initial reaction is as someone who's followed Shelby since she was uh, maybe a sophomore in college. I'm like, there's no way. Like, I don't believe it. There's no way I believe her. Like, there's just no way. Like, I've been following her for long, and I've had this reaction before. Like, you know, and and it's not unprecedented for someone to claim to like uh, Jay Wilson's another example of a, a, a woman who is hyper, hyper, super talented at 800 meters in high school and has become our best 800 meter runner. Um, she went pro out of high school and is now is now one of the best in the world. And she tested positive or something, but then it turned out to be tainted beef. And like I didn't believe it then either. I mean, no, I didn't believe she was guilty either. I just when someone's so talented in high school, it's like I, it, it makes sense that they would still be talented. You know what I mean? It's like I know you weren't yeah. doping in high school, so if you're able to run those times then, like of of course you can probably run faster now. But um, but then like just the and all the barman women really um post like posted very heartfelt defenses of shelby but it is all very much um i mean it's just you know pathos there's no there's nothing to the case that i my my confidence has been shook and at first i didn't believe it and now i don't know now i'm like uh, maybe like i don't know and it's just scary because it's like well if shelby's doping does that mean that they're all doping. There's also weird things like Shelby and Colleen, who are both part of that core four, you know, they were best friends. They really were the two mm. girls who kind of came to Shalene and they like started and something happened. And like Shelby and Shalene and Colleen like had some kind of falling out. Colleen does not follow her on social media anymore. Oh. Colleen left the group in January and hasn't raced since except for once. And, um, January is when they found out about the positive test. So it's just like, it's like, okay, what what's the deal there? There's just so many questions that don't quite... But then Shelby's ex, reigning Olympic champion, Matt Centrowitz, who's kind of famous for being a douchebag, but I like that because obviously it's... I'm so, looking him up. I mean, it's so hot when someone's like kind of a douchebag, obviously. So they were like dating. I mean, I think actually they had broken up at that point, but um, after he won the Olympic trials... No, he got second at the Olympic trials. And, you know, the press asked him what he thought about the Shelby stuff. And he, like, went off and completely defended her. Which, if you're oh. a douchebag, you don't do for your ex. You know what I mean? So, it's just really yeah, confusing. Yeah, maybe it's like he respects the sport above all else. Well, if he, if he respected the sport above all else and he knew she was cheating, he would be like, she's cheating. You know what I mean? Like anyone who... But also, how would he know if she was cheating or not? He claims he was with her 24-7, which is kind of like, uh-huh. okay, you have a bad relationship. <laughs> okay, it's like, take some me time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm looking at... Damn, I'm looking at pictures of Shelby. Runners really do have a, spe- a specific look, don't they? Mm-hmm. Just muscle, just so much muscle. Well, she, muscle. I mean, that's the other thing is she is more muscular than most runners, which is not something that, like, helps her case. You know what I mean? Like, mm, she's incredibly that, muscular. I mean, that all these people are pulling up pictures, and it's just like, I mean, if she is innocent, this is... Well, you know what? No matter what the rules are, you cannot have this banned substance in your body. And they actually say, like, we don't care how it gets in there. We don't want it. So, like, um, it's, it's on you. you, know you said it's on you to make me. sure you don't you don't eat it. So, like, I mean, I just I don't know what to believe, but it's really it's been such it, it's been something that has affected how I view the whole Olympic trials, which is a shame because I've waited for them for five years. And honestly, it's put me in this place where I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch this sport anymore. I don't know what's real anymore. And I don't know who I could root for. And I don't know if I want to watch this sport anymore. Do you think the truth will come out? No, I think we will never know. So do you think it's going to be, ba- she really is going to be banned for the next four years? Do you yes. Do think the decision and will be reversed? I do not think the decision will be reversed. I, and I think. One quick question. You had said at dinner that you thought maybe she was ingesting the substance unknowingly, like someone was maybe feeding it to her? No. Okay. Do not quote me as to saying that at dinner. Um, <laughs> she, no, I don't well, think. What were you saying? Were you no, saying? I, I, I could believe that she she ate it unknowingly and it wasn't in the pork. The pork story, no one really believes. And is like, and everyone's like, this is kind of very far-fetched. 
But I think they gave that because they were like, we don't know what else it could have been. I would believe that she did not knowingly take it, but it could have been in a, um, it could have been in a contaminated supplement, which is also not something that like would would uh, exonerate her in the eyes Damn. of like the doping agency. Like if she, if she took like a because supplements get made in you know are not FDA regulated and like whatever. But also, it's like, yeah, there's, of course, all kinds of conspiracy theories that's like, you know, Nike doctors or whoever, because they all have, like, special doctors they go to, and they're all on, like, thyroid medicine and, like, whatever. And so it's like, maybe, you know, Nike was, like, give her a little something. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But also, it's like, you know, I've not, I mean, maybe she just is cheating. Yeah, you know, it's just hard to know what is real. And um, it just doesn't seem more like the cheating thing. It's like, why would it be worth it? Totally. Because you want to win that bad. You know, there's also, like, um... There's a certain moral relativity to it where it's like, to me, if you're an American who's a pro and it's like, it's not like this is baseball or like football, like you're not going to be making a millions anyway. So if you make it as a pro, it's like, that's about what you're going to get. Whereas I do think like there are athletes from um, like less, like, like poorer countries that are like that can that have doped in the past, but it's also like, you know the the money they're able to win from that can like support like um mm. people like build schools and towns and like things like that and it's like to me i'm like oh like that to me makes sense if it's like that kind of it's like situation where it's like uh you know you're fighting for like survival or something whereas like for shelby this girl who went to like college in america and like um was already a pro like i don't believe she was doping before um Rio so it's like you were an Olympian you would have been an Olympian this time around it's just very hard to it's just very hard to know damn that is crazy it, it, like when I read about it I was feeling so emotional oh it's just um shock it honestly is just shocking it, it's oh. really surprising to me it makes you view everyone else differently too because it's like okay well if she's doping then this person right. like has to be like look at that performance job that they did like that's crazy yeah. Okay, here's a fun little riddle for you, Pat. Okay, give it to me. What's something you wear that you can't see, but it can make or break your day? Oh my God, it would have to be underwear or undergarments. If you guessed underwear, then you probably have a lot of good days. Seriously, there's a reason your underwear is the first thing you put on. Me, Besides logistics, Me Undies believes <laughs> you should be comfortable at your core. That's why they make the softest undies in fun prints, so you can wake up every morning excited to put on your favorite pair. Say bon voyage to the undies you used to know, because comfort starts with Me Undies. Okay, and here's what I'm – I literally wore my meandies under my gorgeous sundress last weekend at the 4th of July dinner event I went to, and I felt so cozy and taken care of and all tucked in. Never run out of undies or worry about skipping laundry again. With the Me Undies membership – whoa, bonus. Basically what I'll say is that these are styles that let you be the truest version of yourself right down to your core. And no pressure, you can always skip a month if you want. Plus, enjoy discounted pricing, controlled shipping – and exclusive early access. Love your butt and get the membership. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. To get 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash SeekTreatment. That's MeUndies.com slash SeekTreatment. Have you gotten your MeUndies, Pat? I have, and I freaking love them. Incredible. Here's the deal. Yeah. Spring has sprung. Summer's sprung. And now it's your turn, baby. Bring the warmth of the outside world back into your bedroom. Ooh! With Dipsy. Seriously, if you're looking to heat things up, there's a story waiting for you. So Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. It's kind of like audio porn that you could even get aroused to. For once, each Dipsy audio story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios. So honey, you're going to feel like you're right there. It's going to feel a little bit naughty. 
Listen to stories about hooking up with your hometown crush you never made a move on, or that coworker you always had a little thing for, or maybe a story that puts you in bed with someone who's telling you exactly what they like to do to you. And you know, I like to um, imagine and create when I'm when I'm um, when I'm enjoying sexual time with myself. And so sometimes the visual porn it's just, it's too confining for me. And so I do like the freedom of being able to imagine myself, and that's what I personally like about Dipsy. That's so beautiful and powerful. What I love about Dipsy also is that basically, and I'm not even kidding, they release new content every week. So there's always more to explore, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. And not to be crazy, but if you need to wind down, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. So for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash seek treatment. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash seek treatment. One last time, that's in my sexiest voice. I want to tell you that is dipsystories.com slash seek treatment. <laughs> wow, my, my, my podcasting co-host is rock hard, so we have to go now. <laughs> Well, you know, I've I've been feeling connected to you because I have to reveal my new interest. What? I never thought I'd be this girl. And I understand if no one wants to listen to me ever again in my life. But after an entire year of my lover talking about Formula One racing, I have gotten into it. Wait, like NASCAR? No. So Formula One is basically like British. It's like European NASCAR vibes. And it all started because there's a really great documentary on Netflix called Drive to Survive. That like gets you into it and it's like it's like real housewives it's like so much drama everyone's crazy oh my god it's you have to watch it the amazing characters they're just like in these crazy it's like there's so much money they're always like in monaco there's these crazy cars wait and just, like crash into walls i want to go to monaco me too i want to go to the race i don't want to go to the race but i want to go to other things in monaco there's b-roll before the monaco race of this like girl in a white bikini sitting in a giant inflatable ball like floating on a pool and i was like that'll be me <laughs> of course Not when i go to when, of course when i go to monaco but um so anyways i'm like now learning about like the sport yeah. Which I didn't really know why. I don't really know why it's a sport, but I'm kind of learning. I, it can't sport. be a sport if you're driving. I'm sorry. I do agree with that. It's funny. They do. It, I guess what I've learned is that, like, there's three factors to what makes it good. It's like, a basically, the main thing is how much money the team has to make the car as good as possible. The second thing is, like, if, um, like, just the cars are so, um, like, intricate and delicate that flukes and like mistakes happen all the time and you just have to get lucky that your car doesn't like fuck up during the race and then three it's like ha- the, the driver having like quick reflexes wow. so that's kind of it's really bizarre but the, the guys are really hot that's what i have to say you know i want to get um i, I really want to get a um passport what do i need to get that a license um i don't know yeah you might need like birth certificate your social security card. Now is that is something. Something I just learned about. You know, I just got the most annoying letter being like, you have to renew your Texas driver's license in person. I'm like. Oh, yeah, I had to do that. But mine was New York. So it was a little bit easier. A little bit different there. Wait, should we do a letter for help? Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah, let's do a letter know, for I help. Hi, Kat and Pat. Uh, I know everyone says this, but I love you. Your podcast has made my commute enjoyable. And I don't scream anymore. So I love that. But. My dilemma is my sister is getting married in August, and that means my horrible, wretched, um, conservative, Western North Dakotan family members are going to be in my presence, and I'm gay, of course, uh, and I'm single, unfortunately. So I'm trying to decide, should I put all my energy into having and getting, getting and having a really hot boyfriend for the wedding, or should I just bring my beautiful and amazing fag hag along but either way i need to like be the most powerful in your face gay man they have ever met so uh yeah i just would love some uh some advice thank you love you guys and you know what's funny is i thought he was gonna say because the way he was saying it he was like so should i put my 
my all my energy into getting a fucking hot amazing boyfriend for the wedding or should I just bring my current boyfriend like that's like, that's what I was gonna say um <laughs> my current normal normal level hot boyfriend North Dakota First of all, I love you and I, I love you and I also love, I think I'm gay of course should be the title of your memoir yeah totally <laughs> um I think first one. What? Let's fucking go. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't think like when you try. It's very. It's very almost Romy and Michelle meets. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Romy and Michelle's high school reunion, but make it like alt right family is like the um people. I don't know. Say so you invented post its. Um, I think that's I, our that's our final answer. Say so you invented post its. <laughs> don't worry about it. I think don't go out of your way to find um to find a boyfriend for, but you can also just. Someone doesn't have to necessarily be your boyfriend. Or you could do Pretty Woman, right? You could hire uh, an escort yeah. or something. A third option. I don't feel like I don't feel like fag hag is the way to go for some reason. It's just like It's like almost like you're tr- like you're you're hiding. Yeah, it's not coming from a place of power, I think. I think I would say go alone or bring a hot date. Yeah. But either way you're gonna be powerful because you know who you are. And no one fuck and no one fucks with you. Uh, maybe there'll be a gay person there to hook up with. You never really truly Ooh, that know. that could be exciting. You know, one of the greatest blessings of my life is when a um a Tinder date didn't come to a party I invited him to because then um someone else even hotter was there and I hooked up with them. Oh wow. That's one of the best one of the most exciting stories of my life. Yeah, that is beautiful. Um, but thank you for listening. I think you know what to do. Yeah, I think you can take it from here. Um, yeah, just and go by so yourself. You invented post-it. Yeah, go by yourself and kind of treat them like they're crazy, if that makes any sense. Like when they say hi, <laughs> when they say hi, be like, hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, you're how above are you? It. Yeah, you're above Float it. Float above it. Levitating. <laughs> Do a leap <Lipa. laughs> Yeah. If you want to come with me, a little, little company, a little, little perfect time. Wait, that's Dua Lipa? Yes. I did not know that. Isn't that song so good? I don't like it as much as every single other person likes it. <laughs> That's fair. Everyone does like it a lot. Okay, next cue, baby. Hi, Pat. Hi, Kat. It's Kate. Um, that actually sounds pretty incredible together, not going to lie. Um, I did just leave a voicemail, but I'm, I'm redoing it because it, it wasn't that good, so this needs to be better. Oh my God. Um, but still the same questions, actually. Um, well, first, I wanted to say I'm a huge fan of your work. Um, and also shout out to Lily for introducing um your show to me because it basically saved my life thanks guys um first question is when is uh co-ed basketball going to be uh oh basketball, i think it was called um sounds like a great time um just interested in that definitely definitely looking forward to that event for sure um and then my second question was um what did pat think on about love victor season two um i'm kind of confused why he's still dming Simon, it just seems a little strange, not gonna lie. Um, but excited to hear any and all opinions and thoughts. Um, love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> love you. Love you. Well, first of all, the co ed, um, the gays and the girls basketball tournament is soon. It's, it's, it's officially very su- soon. It's very soon. And we need also, like an it's, events it's the... girl. We need an events girl to come on board. Wait, please. If you're an events girl, please DM us and help us put this, throw this event together. We need like a PR girl. We need an events girl. <laughs> Because at this point, the Gays and Their Girls basketball tournament is like the waiting for Godot vibes of this podcast. Yeah, like, yeah. Is she ever coming? No, yeah, she's coming. Now, th- throwing it to you, Pat. You know what? Else? Can I say something? Someone tagged me in a picture from my show last night and was like, I need Pat here. And I'm like, okay, then don't come to my show. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my I'm like, God. I'm like, I'm sorry that you came to my show and that my friend wasn't there instead. <laughs> Love Victor. Um, I did. I have not. I've chosen not to watch that show. I watched the first five minutes of it, and the the men and women and and people who work on that show, I celebrate them. I know that they work very hard. For me, it's not the show for me, and that's not to say that it's not an amazing piece of art. It's just to say that it's not the right choice for me today. Do you know what my situation is is that i i kind of need to leave in like seven minutes should we do one more quickly and then wrap it up yeah let's do one more quickly and then wrap okay it up. cool perfect it's not such a crazy idea i'm just being hashtag boss baby in theaters and peacock july 2nd i know it's like is that good and what was baby driver no, at the end of the I day oh what my god was what was baby, baby driver, driver? 
No, what I only said that because I opened my I opened my Twitter.com, the website that's given me so much. And yeah. that was like <laughs> the first piece of news was that hashtag boss babies in theaters. I don't support boss baby. I don't support baby driver. I don't know what those things are. Yeah, baby driver people I think people acted like that was really good. Mm-hmm. Is it a cartoon? I would imagine if a baby is um, driving, it would have to be a cartoon. No, so the the baby driving was real, was live action, as they say in the biz. And Boss Baby is a cartoon. But Toy Story style. I, it's, yeah, it's like too real. You know, yeah, like Uncanny Valley. Yeah, Unsafe Valley. You know who, <laughs> Unsafe, <laughs> Unsafe Valley. <laughs> Uncanny <laughs> Valley, the next step up, the next step up is Unsafe Valley. Um, okay, wait, let's do one more letter. Okay. Hey, Kat and Pat, I'm in need of some help. So, my best friend and I have been best friends since first grade. It's been like 20 plus years. Okay, you're 26. And we've been living in the same town and doing <laughs> everything together. But now she's got a boyfriend mm-hmm. and she's in love. And this is, I guess, the first time we've encountered this situation where I've just gone through a breakup. She's in love. Now, she's <laughs> trying to bring this random man to hang out. Also, she's inviting him to things. It's not like I would have necessarily wanted to go to her mom's Mm. retirement surprise retirement party or to test out um, electric vehicles, Um, (laughs) but she's inviting someone else and not me. And so I'm struggling, having a very hard time with feeling feeling jealous, feeling, why do you want to bring this man um, and I've never been in love, so maybe maybe that affects it. But Girl. you both um, have your significant others, and so I'm wondering, how do you deal when your best friend finds someone else that they like to hang out with? Okay, love you so much. Bye-bye. I have to say something. What? I think one of the number one issues facing our country today is that romantic relationships destroy friendships. It's like no matter what you do, you get less close to your friends. Yeah. I like would... thank honestly, thank God you and I kind of got boys at the same time. Yeah. Because we were fully codependent and I sometimes really miss it, but it's just a fact of life. Yeah. But I feel bad. This girl is like, I feel you. I love you. Everyone's gone through this. So I don't, you know, it's funny. I, cause I am a jealous person. I'm a Scorpio after all, but, um, I don't think that, um, <laughs> I don't think that I, I don't get this kind of jealousy where I don't often get jealous of friends, sexual partners. I get friends. I got that in college and then I learned my lesson because I ended up losing my friend. So I would say just support your friend because it's not worth it. You're going to lose her. And if you had her since first grade, it's kind of like maybe you got enough mileage out of this person. Like maybe it's time. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I know. It's kind of a fact of life that also friendships ebb and flow and sometimes they just kind of end without something bad happening. I thought you meant that like you and this friend would have plans and she would bring the guy, which to me then I would be like, oh, like that's annoying. But um. But if it's like literally she's just getting electric cars tested with her boyfriend, I think that like, I don't know. I think that's like fine. It's a different relationship. You can't look at yourself as in competition with him at all because it's a completely different relationship. You know what I mean? And she needs you more than she even knows right now. What would drive me crazy would be if she was doing like electric cars with like another friend. I would be like. What's the deal? That would baby drive my friend crazy. But why do you think I care so much about that? Because I didn't have enough friends growing up. Well, I get that way too. Like that's what that's what social media. That's why it's so toxic. It's like I wasn't invited. Have I shared? We- have I shared on the podcast that I didn't have any friends in kindergarten? Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But I also remember, like, I mean, being left out was like the most traumatic experience when you're growing up. It's like you're you don't get invited to the party, or someone doesn't like. Girls rotate through like what girls do when they're growing up which is so cool is that like they form these little friend groups and then like once a month they decide that one of the friends they don't like anymore and everyone just decides to be such an (laughs) evil bitch yeah and then they decide that it's actually someone else's turn and then and sometimes it's your turn and you can feel it yeah and that's it's like that it's like it's then they came for me vibes and there was no one left literally my friends once thought it was really funny to spray Febreze on my face during rest hour at camp. And they were all laughing at me. And I was like, this isn't funny to me. Like, I don't want to be covered in Febreze. 
So is that, I, <laughs> wait, I, I have to I have to go sadly. I wouldn't want to be covered in Febreze either. I but know. I will say, even as a as a boy, I would kind of do that too. Yeah, I, I it do sucks too. how terrible. Uh, whatever. Um. Okay, sorry. This is kind of a short epi, but I got to go get my car and do my general meeting. LOL. That's so exciting. Big, yeah, I got to be a big movie star. I got to go pack my pills so I can leave town. Pills and chargers. Um, are do you feel hot today? Um, you know, it's I, I it's been such a journey to get here in terms of like waking up and and going back to sleep and then waking up and it being ten forty. Um, so I haven't had time to like take inventory. I know that I've had one sugar free Red Bull. These this much I know. I've had one sugar-free Red Bull, and it's, like, not quite getting me to a level of being able to truly engage with myself on a, like, mental and intellectual level. So it's hard for me to answer, but I want to say that maybe I do. I think I like my haircut. It's, I, get, I tell you, like, it's a whole different story, but the guy who gave me this haircut was very much, like, when I was leaving, he's like, this is a very stylish haircut. <laughs> you know, it's like, What's it, it called? What's it even called, the haircut? I don't, I don't think it's called anything. He was basically, like... Was he, he old? He was an older gay man. He came in. Yeah. He was like, um, okay, I'm going to, so whoever did this last really, it made it grow out bad. So I'm going to have to really do a lot of correcting of this. And Ooh, he was like, I don't like that. And he, I was like, whatever, cool. And then when he finished, he was like, and so do you see now? This is actually such a stylish haircut. I was like, <laughs> stop saying that. But also like, I'm coming back to you. Whenever I get my haircut, everyone's like, when was the last time you got your haircut? And I like kind of laugh and I'm like, probably about two years. And they're like, you need to come see me every three weeks. And I'm like, <laughs> you charge a hundred dollars for it to do nothing. I'm not going to you. Yeah. Okay. So I don't feel hot today, but I don't care. To quote Pat Regan, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> and um, I'm not mad at you in any way. I'm not mad at you in any way. I miss, I miss you. you. I can't wait to see you soon. I don't think I have a crush of the week right now. Oh, no. My crush of the week right now is Athling Moo, who's kind of a new gal on the um, 800 meter running scene. And she was, she's been really good for like two years, but she's just like a freshman in college. And she's so good. Like now she is so good. Watch the my, oh, Athling Moo, gorgeous. Watch the eight. 800 meter women's final of the Olympic trials mm-hmm. to see t- a real clinic to see a real clinic my crush of the week is Max Verstappen who's one of the Formula One drivers and what's so interesting about my journey with him is that when he was wearing a hat I didn't think he was hot and then when he took his hat off I thought he was literally hot also he's kind of a dick and like cool doing good so yeah he's kind of hot to me right now so that's very crush. cool yeah and my other crushes. <laughs> Uh, fate because I believe she's carrying me where I need to go. Oh, beautiful. My crush is fate too. Okay, cool. Um, love you guys. Stay real. See you. Please stay real and see treatment.